0: Welcome to the Lawless Living Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Orbeck. In this podcast, we're going to be talking all about interior design, business, wellness, and sustainability. I founded Lawless Design, a sustainable interior design studio, and over the years, I've used my passion for wellness with my creativity of design and found that there's a huge correlation between them. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. This podcast is sponsored by Rise Superfoods. If you know anything about me, you know that I am obsessed with matcha, have it every day. And so I've lately been having their matcha and their mushroom coffee blend. And so instead of just having typical coffee and matcha, this uses a blend of six different mushrooms that they have. And personally, I'm a huge fan of the flavor of matcha that they have It's ceremonial grade. It's really high quality. And what I like about their blends is that it doesn't give you a huge crash. It has a lot less caffeine and I feel like it just sustains your energy a lot better. So if you want 15% off your order, you can use the code hanao 15 at checkout. And yeah, I cannot recommend it enough. So you guys are really going to love it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Lawless Living Podcast. I am your host, Hannah Orbeck, and today we are going to be talking about our newest project that just rolled out, the Craftsman Cottage. Um, I mean, it's not really the newest project that we have, but as you all know, getting published is an amazing, amazing um, opportunity. I'm so excited that we got in the Boston Globe a couple weeks ago, but it does take a while. We actually had this photo shoot back in February. And we started on the project in 21. So it's a couple of years, um, which is nice to finally be able to share. And what I love so much about this project is it looks very different than a lot of the other stuff that we have, but still carries a lot of the same character and value. So I'm going to kind of talk through that project with you all. And before we do that, any kind to think of any life updates that I have um, not necessarily. I well actually I went to I think I had mentioned in the last episode I went to California. A couple weeks ago now. That was really fun. Uh, that whole conference, um, which really nice. And I absolutely love the community that I met there. And um, we have a group text that we've been talking every single day, which is really nice. Um, and just really fun to have a new core group of design friends and, um, be able to kind of chat about things and throw different ideas out there about getting advice on stuff. And then also just, you know, you know, having that core group, which is really, really fun. So that's kind of it. I haven't really had done anything. We went, I went to Vermont yesterday for a video shoot for a client. This isn't for lawless. This was personal for the client. Um, I was kind of just the liaison assisting with it, but we will be doing a video shoot. Hopefully sometime next year, we're going to be doing more work on the home. That's why I didn't do photos or videos yet for that particular project. But it's up in vermont it's such a cool piece of property i'm really really excited to share that you'll probably be seeing, seeing little like snippets here and there but the whole tour and everything you will definitely see later on down the road once there's more to kind of show getting into the project okay so craftsman cottage This client came to me, he was a single man, came to me uh, probably in the summer, spring of 2021. He was living by himself. He was actually living upstairs. This craftsman cottage, it was built in the 1920s, and so he was living upstairs. His neighbor was moving, and so he ended up buying the unit below him because it was a duplex, and so when he bought it, he really wanted to be able to renovate it, and what he was looking for is to keep the true character of the home, but then just update it and just make it a little bit more him, a little bit more funky. Um, what I really liked about this client was he was an engineer and so he kind of just let us roll with it and whatever we wanted to do, he was really down for, he wanted to mix up different colors and different things and didn't want it to have this white blank box everywhere, which I really liked. So the one request he did have was he did actually want a white kitchen, So we kind of gave a lot of contrast and a lot of different kind of variation through the textures and materials of that kitchen. So that's where I'm going to start because I feel like kitchen's always my favorite to talk about. It's always my favorite to design. And there's just, there's a lot of really good things in there. So starting off, we showed him this custom millwork that we wanted to do with the nickel gap. And what I really liked about that was we pretty much had to completely renovate and demo the entire kitchen the if you go on our Instagram and look at the existing photos they had these really funny cabinets that were painted it kind of looked like someone's child hand painted these cabinets back in the day um and so the kitchen was just really not functional the layout was really awkward and weird there was a whole pantry that was really massive but it also had a window in it and the rest of the kitchen had one other window and the back door and the layout was just really, really awkward. And the appliances were just separated by themselves. They weren't integrated anywhere. And so that was the first thing is looking at the layout and looking at the plan, figuring out how are going to be able to ma- best maximize the space? What we ended up coming up with was knocking down the pantry wall and opening that up. And so what we did there instead was we put these lower cabinets underneath, but then we put full ceiling to countertop glass, pantry cabinets that you could put decor, um, plates, vases, bowls, anything like that. That was kind of like more of like the pretty aesthetic. We wanted to, because it was light in there, we didn't want to crowd the space and make it really, really heavy with a ton of millwork everywhere. And I thought the glass looked really nice with kind of lightening up that darker corner there by the window um, that was originally the pantry area. What we did around the corner is we didn't have enough space to do 24 inch deep cabinets, but we did put 12 inch cabinets there along the lowers that we could also have a countertop and it just extend around where we put the stove on the opposite side. With the stove, we moved it and over a couple of inches, really it was pretty much stayed in the same place. Um, And then we put two cabinets on the side of it. And then we put open shelving above because we knocked down that part of the pantry, that was a, um, it was a structural wall. So what we had to do, and because we had to vent out, because there was a chimney on the back side of where the oven was, we ended up having this really big soffit and it was a little bit bigger. When I say a little bit, it was like twice the size of what we originally designed for. And so when we started getting into it, we were like, okay, what do we do? And it was only on the left side going to the outside because of the venting. So what we ended up doing is actually building that soffit out on the right side, too, to make it look more intentional and symmetrical. And then we put wood that we got from Longleaf, which is a local lumberyard in Cambridge. We got barnyard wood and put it all together and made it this more of like we stained it this more darker color. Um, to go with that more rustic feel in the space. And then we cladded the whole soffit with that to make it just give a little bit more character, make it look more intentional. Like I had said, this was a craftsman home and kind of going back to the intention of the project was to really keep that character. We kept all the original trim work. We kept all the floors, we just sanded them down and we stained them a darker color. And what we wanted to do is just really make it feel like this home was updated but also has that character still there and so with the kitchen keeping it with the light we ended up doing the white cabinets as I had mentioned with the nickel gap which gave it this kind of cool texture even though they were white cabinets it's not so simple it gave a little bit of an extra detail to the space which I really liked and then we did a really simple clean soapstone countertop and then that up on the backsplash as well so everything was pretty minimal in there and then for the floor we did this cool um, multi-dimensional sized slate tile that we got that kind of looked more or less like the soaps and countertops so it kind of related back to one another and so it was all pretty very simple and muted in the kitchen and we just added some extra decor in there for the photo shoot and that was kind of it it was very very simple But I feel like the best designs, in my opinion, are when you show restraint and you just have a few key pieces that make a really big focal point. So I think that wood cladded soffit, the glass cabinets, and the cool millwork were the three pieces in there that really just added that whole extra something to the space. Now moving into the dining room, this is my favorite room in the house. The dining room, I was really excited that the client wanted to go with a more moody, darker kind of vibey dining room. We originally, so originally we are going to just keep the flow of the home consistent and keep the paint color the same white throughout the home. The dining room is in the middle of the space and it's separated by, um doorways and trim and so it actually kind of made a little separate area in the house and its own separate room without it being too closed off so i thought would be nice in the center of the house is to have something that was more of a stopping grounding point and so that's why we ended up going with the darker lime wash tone we looked at a couple of other different colors but he really liked blue blue is his favorite color and so we decided to go With Portola paints, and we did a lime wash paint, which was really nice in there. And I feel like that just gave it that extra, gave it that home that extra something that it really needed. I feel like it was missing something, and everything felt a little too, you know, one note. And so, giving that lime wash in the space, what I really like about doing a lime wash or Roman clay, especially in an old home, is it gives it texture. And it doesn't make everything look brand new. When you're renovating, you're putting up new drywall, you're sanding down floors, you're making everything feel very new. And I like having things feel intentional and feel like they have been there for years and years and make it look like it was fit to the character of the home. So that's why we did a lime wash. And my personal opinion on dark and moody spaces is painting the trim and the ceilings all the same color. A lot of times I think that where people can go wrong when they're doing a darker color is they don't fully commit to it so they will do oh, okay we'll do the dark paint on the walls but then they'll do a bright white trim and a bright white ceiling and to me that feels very jarring and feels a lot more bold and contrasting in there because you have two different competing colors when you're painting the ceiling and you're painting the trim and the walls all the same color it actually feels more subdued and muted because you just have one cohesive, consistent color throughout. So that's my personal opinion on when you do dark and spaces. I like to do all of the surfaces the same color. We went with a dark brown stain for the floors. We tested out a few different ones, but we really liked having a softer, more warm tone rather than a light, bright kind of, it just didn't fit the home. And these were also a knotty pine kind of floor they weren't a white oak or red oak that you typically see in new england so for this time um, in this home we wanted to go with a much darker chocolate brown kind of wood in there and then for the furniture in there we just kept things really simple we did a cool rustic um, vintage dining table and chairs those are on the top and we also did a rug as well Um, and so the chairs you can actually buy we, the client did not keep them, um, and so they had some other additional things, but we wanted to stage it with the furniture that we felt would look really good in there. And so the dining table and chairs are – the dining table isn't on the shop, but message me if you're interested because it's a really cool Brutalist table and it is available we do have it um with the lawless inventory i've just been slacking on updating the website (laughs) and photos and everything like that um but the chairs are on there um, so definitely go check those out and then lastly moving to the bathroom which i love joking about because rafaela had started right when this project we were in the middle of it but I was looking to pick out like, I think I was picking out the final touches of paint colors, grout, kind of just like the final little things. And we were together and I was showing her the project and going through it and I could just kind of see her and she was like, okay, okay. And like, I was trying to figure out a grout and look at it. And as as we had talked about, she hadn't been in the design industry and this was kind of the first project that I was showing her and I could tell she didn't like it. And I was, I was kind of second guessing myself and I was like, man, is this going to look weird? It's this green color with this terracotta and then we have this viola sink. Is this going to be clashing too much or they're all pretty earthy? So like, I, I I think they're fine. And, you know, I think I was just getting in my head and second guessing myself. And it's funny because when we started renovating and putting all the materials up, it's just that validation of, yes, this is exactly what I was envisioning and what I wanted, and then I think it just reinforced having the confidence in myself too as a designer that even when the painter calls you and you're like, you sure you wanna paint the trim that color? Are you sure you wanna do that? And when people kind of question things, it's kind of like, yeah, I wanna do something a little bit different. So in the bathroom, the existing bathroom was pretty much just a white blank box and just needed to be fully gutted as well. The whole home needed to be renovated and fixed up so with the bathroom what we ended up doing was we added millwork in there and trim and we did another monochromatic bathroom with this green color that's a really pretty i think it was was a cascade green i think that we used um it was so it i love that color it looked so good and then we used some fire clay tile we did a terracotta and then we did a very similar color of the walls for the wall tile. And so again, it kind of carried that monochromatic look around the room. And then we did a kind of window pane black. um, I mean, guys, you can look at the photos, obviously. I'm just kind of trying to explain it, but a window pane black glass sliding door. And then the viola sink is one of the focal points. We did a similar one at our cabin, very different shape and style and you know how we did the reclaimed wood at ours but this was a similar uh, marble where it has a little bit of the purple mixed in with the white and the gray tones and what I love about this is I love marble because every slab and everything is so different and so it's kind of fun when you open up you get to actually see like where the veining is on it and so paired with that, we did some vintage lighting in there, which we had so many vintage lights in the home. And that's definitely one of my favorite things to do. So I was really excited about all the different light fixtures we had in there. And especially when a client commits to doing funky lights and are just going with it, it's always really fun. That bathroom to me, I feel like is so quaint and cute. It was funny because when I was at the install, I snapped a photo and I sent it to Rafaela And she was freaking out and she was like, this is my favorite bathroom that Lawless has done. So just want to say she absolutely loves it now. Um, And so that was a really fun project. We did other spaces in the home. We did not photograph them though. um, But we did renovate the entire downstairs. I think it was about... 1200 or 1300 to our feet. It was a small craftsman cottage, like I mentioned, but those were the three care areas that we photographed and it got published in the globe, like I mentioned. And so it's always just really nice. It, it's just really cool. Um, I think the clients get really excited about it. The, um, construction team, um, minus, mana. Oh my goodness. Why can't I talk today? Monticello construction did the project and Sal did an amazing job on it so yeah I hope you go check it out check out the Instagram check it on our website it's out everywhere get the globe and Raffaello also did a blog post on it so thanks for listening This podcast is just starting out, so I would love if you could rate and review this on whatever platform you use podcasts on. And also check out our Instagram. All of our social media is lawless underscore design, and our website is lawless design if you want to contact us and work together on an interior design project.